everybody, I'm Dave Lane. We want to welcome you to the Parent Pause. I know that parenting can be difficult, and so I'm excited to be able to be here to encourage you in your journey as a parent. I'm also excited to be joined by my amazing co-host, Emma Smith, who happens to be my daughter. And we're going to talk about parenting, and I'm going to be coming from the perspective of a parent. And Emma's going to be sharing some things from the perspective of my child. And so we're going to share some times where I did it well, and sometimes where I fell short. Because we all know this, that parenting isn't perfection. And there is no perfect parent. So, we hope this encourages you. We hope you enjoy the episode. everybody, welcome back to the Parent Pause. We are so glad that you've joined us. Again, I am joined by my amazing co-host, I'm sitting across from her, the one and only Emma Lane. Oh, Emma Smith. Emma not Emma, Smith. not Emma. Uh, to me, you'll always be Emma Lane, but Emma <laughs> Smith. That's right. Yeah, my last name has changed. Yeah. Hi, guys. Um, yeah, excited to be here with you. Yeah. Hey, and so what we're going to talk about today, I got to be honest, when I read through this and I kind of prepared... I kind of felt convicted because as we talk yeah. about this, this is one area where I think I really, really struggled as a dad. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. All right. And uh, I think it's interesting because I tended to see parenting as a series of events. Hmm. And what we're going to talk about today is that parenting is actually a lifelong process. Now, the reason I like to see it as an event is because it's easier. It's like these events we go through, but the process a lifelong process means this, is that we have to be in it for the long haul, which is kind of difficult as a parent. You know, it's, I don't, and maybe you can say this, Emma, in the, in the moments where I disciplined you, what I would basically do is I would crank up my emotions. I would, uh, I figured if I was stern enough and I was loud enough and my threats were big enough, then I would win and you would instantly change. Yeah, we definitely had our fair share of standoffs, that's for yeah. sure. <laughs> there was many times I came out of it thinking to myself, that was not a win on my part. That's, uh, <laughs> you kind of dug your heels in from a very, very young age. And I think the reason why I struggled is because I had this one and done mentality. Hmm. Like, for example, let's say that you came and you lied, right? I expected as a parent, you know, that I would address you, I would discipline you, then you would automatically change. Right. But that never really really happened no well it does over time right and so that's yeah but it's, it's a about. process yeah yeah and i think that the biggest problem the reason why it's not an instant thing is because of the problem of sin now it's something we don't like to talk about but all of us and our kids are naturally sinful i i read this quote i said this that the power of sin has been broken but the presence of sin remains and will be progressively eradicated. What do you think of that? Yeah, I think the fact is, is yes, when we become followers of Christ, we are redeemed, but that doesn't mean that we don't live in a sinful world. Therefore, yeah. we still have to navigate that sin tendency, right? Yeah. And I think the crazy thing is, is, is not only does the kid, like me as the kid, I had my sin tendencies, right? There was mm -hmm. reasons why I was getting in trouble. But in saying that, I think what what needs to be realized is the fact that like both parties have sin, right? Yeah. Like I can come to a situation and do something wrong and and um, have my sin issue. But then if you as the parent responds to me 
with your sin. It's just piling sin upon sin yeah. and it's not actually resolving the issue. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the thing that you're right, like sin's an issue and it's not going to go away. So I think as parents, we have to realize that in parenting our kid, that comes along with it. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting when God justified us, I think he was fully aware of what he was committing himself to. Because what he was committing himself to was a day-to-day process of convicting, confronting, forgiving, and transforming. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't just a one-and-done thing. It was like, okay, you have to learn this. And over time, with the conviction and the forgiveness, you're going to realize, oh, wait, that's not a good thing to do. But it's not instant. Right. It's it's the whole idea of sanctification, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is a big Bible word. Big Bible word (laughs) that we won't get into explaining, but you can look it up. Hey, so parenting, I read this in the book, which I thought was really interesting. It says, parenting is not a series of dramatic confrontations slash confession events, but rather a lifelong process of incremental awareness and progressive change. Hmm. Like incremental means very, very small. Right. And as a parent, we, we struggle with that. And so we have this idea and this desire for overnight change. And if we go into parenting desiring overnight change, like it's a one and done thing, I think as parents, we're going to be very, very frustrated. And that's where it gets us in trouble. Right. Right. So we have this issue of sin. But here's something that's really interesting, Em, is that sin blinds us to our sin. Hmm. Right. And so when, we have, when we're parents, we're called to parent these little ones who don't see their sin or themselves accurately because they're blind. They think what they're doing is okay. Right. They don't see it. Now, here's what I want to ask you, Emma. What is the difference between spiritual blindness and physical blindness? Yeah, I would say with physical blindness, you know you're blind. Mm-hmm. Like you're fully aware of it. Yep. But with spiritual blind- blindness, blind- blindness? Blindness is like the word we're looking for. <laughs> I can't speak today. Yeah. Um, you can't see it as clearly. Yeah. Right? Like it, it's it's much more disguised. Um, and it takes time to actually notice it. Yeah. So if someone's physically blind, they're going to compensate. Right. Right. If someone's spiritually blind, they're actually blind to their blindness. Right. Which is kind of interesting. And you were talking Mm -hmm. to us before, what makes things worse is as parents, we can be spiritually blind. Right. Right. And so it's almost like the blind leading the blind. Yeah. And that never works. Right. And, and. As we said before, like if you go in with your emotions, mm-hmm. you're not actually going in to equip your kids. It's just kind of putting out the fire. It's very reactive. It's very reactive, yeah. right? Um, and so I think it's very easy to act in your sin without knowing when you go in that way. Yeah. So with that in mind, here's the big question we have to ask, because I know as a parent, I would ask this, is how can we parent effectively? And in this book I was reading about this, it talked about three things that I want to touch on really quickly and we can discuss them. Is first of all, we have to parent with a process mentality. Mm. Very seldom does change happen in a dramatic moment. Instead, what happens is this, is we have parcel conversations and unfinished moments. Right. And I know as a dad, that frustrated me. Mm. Because when I had a conversation with you, I wanted it to be finished. Right. I didn't like the partial thing. And there were definitely times where we would talk about things and in my own sinfulness, I would do those things multiple times. And so that's probably very <laughs> frustrating. I can I can see that. Yeah, because it was never unfinished. And right. it's interesting. 
those moments, as frustrating as they are for us as parents at times, we need to realize that those unfinished moments are so important. Because mm. what we do as parents is we impart wisdom. We are exposed to our child's heart, which right. I think is really important. Because mm-hmm. we know that we, we can, it's easy to figure out what's going on in their head. Right. But sometimes we miss what's going on in their heart. And this is interesting too. It helps us, it helps them with self-awareness right. and God awareness. Yes. What do you think of that? Yeah, no, that is so true. When a parent comes from the perspective of it being a process, it gives space for God to convict your kid, Mm. not Mm. just you. So obviously, yes, like dad, in in my life, you were a reflection of Christ, right? And so mom and you had to teach and guide Bob and I, right? Mm -hmm. And, And you had to like teach us the right way to go. But in saying that, we also had our own relationship with God. And so there were times where you and mom would say things to me. And it wasn't until after I was actually convicted by God that I was like, oh, I really shouldn't have done that. Right. And so obviously you guys helped with that. But ultimately, God was the one that convicted me. So what you're saying is it's basically giving room for the Holy Spirit to do things. 100%. And doing things that we can't do in our kids' lives. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm Because there are things that only God can do Mm -hmm. through his spirit. And we have to let that happen. And it may be uncomfortable for us as parents. It may be awkward at times. Right. But we've got to allow that to happen. But then also, like, the beautiful thing, and we've talked about this before, too, Mm -hmm. is the idea that ultimately God is going before your kid. And so there's, there's an aspect of you being able to rest in God, in the Holy Spirit, to know that, okay, ultimately God is in control of this situation God is is over top of yep. of our family unit, all those yep. different things, right? So there there is a security and a rest there yeah. as well. And realizing that our kids ultimately don't belong to us. Right. We yep. talked about that too, right? Yeah. We're not owners. Yep. Last time we were here, we talked about ownership. Mm-hmm. We're ambassadors. So mm-hmm. we reflect it. Mm-hmm. And so God actually designed parenting, which I thought was really interesting, to be a bit by bit, piece by piece mm. process. And so we need as parents to take advantage of every little moment, every partial conversation, mm. every unfinished moment, and be content. I love this with just adding another piece. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it's like a puzzle. You know, you add a few pieces, you go away, you add another piece. And we may not see what the end product is, but God does. Right. And so as parents, what we're just doing is just adding those pieces. Right. Which is really interesting. Well, even dad, like if you look back, at like Bob and I, when we were little, could you even imagine really where we are no. now? Right. But the whole idea is God went before us step by mm-hmm. step. Um, and so, yeah, Bob and I are adults now. But when mm-hmm. we were like in junior high, you probably couldn't even wrap no. your head around it. it was, right? Yeah, that's right. And that's where you need to trust God. And so that's the first aspect. The second aspect, where I think it's interesting, if we want to be effective in this parenting as a process is seeing parenting, I love this, as a as one unending conversation. Mm. So it's just a conversation that continues to build. And the great thing about this, Em, is that it's actually freeing because what it does is it removes the pressure of needing to get from your kid what you can never get in one conversation. Mm. I remember as your dad, there was times where I sat down with you and Bob and I wanted something from you. Like, I wanted you to confess your sins. I wanted mm. you to see where you're going wrong. Mm. I wanted you to change in that moment. But what I was asking of you was something that I couldn't get from one conversation. Mm. 
And then so what happened is I would get frustrated. Right. Right. Yeah, I think the the interesting thing about the the ongoing conversation or the unending conversation is there's many times where I wasn't ready to talk to you or yeah. mom, right? But it was the idea of, okay, but mom and dad are there when I am ready. Mm-hmm. And that's not as much with like things that maybe I was needed to be disciplined in, but just in that whole relational aspect of like, there were times where you wanted to know things about me or, or know th- mm-hmm. what was going on in my head. Um, and you and mom waited until I was ready to actually share those things. And because of our relationship, I was willing to do that. Yeah. But there were times where it took time. Yeah. Right. Because even that first moment, God may convict you. Right. But it doesn't mean in that moment you're ready to confess. Yeah. Right. You almost need time to let that conviction kind of sink in. Right. And so I love this. It says every conversation is only one moment in an unconvers in a conversation that starts when your child is born mm-hmm. and probably won't even end when they leave home. Mm. And so I love this because what we are committing to as parents is this, is many, many moments of change. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so they're all steps to restore and to rescue and to transform our kids, but it's God's pace, not our pace. That's really good. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, 100%. I love the mini moment thing yeah. where it's like small chunk yeah. by chunk. And the chunk by chunk. So... The last thing that we want to talk about, so let's just review really quickly. So parenting, we need to parent with a process mentality. We need to mm-hmm. see parenting as a, as one unending conversation. And this is the last one that I think is interesting, is we need to parent with a project mentality. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that our kids are projects. Right. Okay. But what I'm saying is this, is it means that we need to be willing to build into our kids. Because as parents, we know our, we know when our kids are weak, when they're tempted, when they're blind, rebellious, and struggling. And so we need to look for opportunities to address those issues mm. with patience and grace. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I would say look and then also listen. Yeah. That's yeah. a huge part. Because parents that don't have this mindset, what happens is they're unprepared. Right. And when those things happen, it's, it's a surprise to them. And unfortunately, we talked about this. Their natural response is to be reactive. Mm. Instead of seeing these as building moments, they see them as interruptions and hassles. Mm. And because that, they tend to parent with emotion. Let me ask you a question, Em. How did it go when I parented with emotion? Because I did that a lot. (laughs) It uh, became a who could get louder yes. <laughs> situation. Um, and sometimes, Abby, you won. You got pretty loud. I, I will, I'm not proud of it, but I was sometimes a very stubborn kid. That yeah, is Bob for sure. Bob didn't get really loud. You no, I, get a little louder I was a little more feisty than, than Bob was. a little bit? <laughs> On a scale of 1 to 10, Bobby was probably a 2. You were probably a 20. Yeah, probably. Right? So that's okay. I still love you. Thanks, so. Dad. Thanks. But what it also does is this, is when we parent that way and we don't have this project mentality, it actually creates instability for our kids. Yeah, very much so. Like, like give me, give, let me give you an example. Let's say that when I was parenting you guys, you know, yesterday I wasn't doing well emotionally, mm. let's say. And so the racket you guys were making really bothered me that day. Right. And so what I do is I yell at you. Mm. But then the next day I'm doing better emotionally. And so that same racket doesn't bother me in the same way. Mm -hmm. And so I don't yell. And what it does is it confuses you 
as a child because yesterday what you got in trouble for, mm-hmm. you're not getting in trouble for today. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it dysregulates and it and they never know what they're going to get, right? Therefore, making the kids feel like they have to walk on eggshells. And really what it comes down to is this actually affects the trust um, between you and your kid, mm-hmm. right? Um, if they get discipline for things that they don't always get disciplined for Mm -hmm. it kind of makes them be like okay why am i getting disciplined in the first place so then when you actually come and talk to them about something that actually is an issue Mm -hmm. they're like well mom and dad are just getting mad again yeah like well why does it matter yeah and so they're less likely to actually listen and change their behavior if you're not actually explaining why and if it's not consistent yeah, I read this. That what happens if that is a pattern is that our kids become emotional weathermen mm. because the problem is that what they have to read you because the rules of the house change mm. tend to change with the emotion of the parent who is present, mm. right? And now here's the good thing: is parents with a project mentality are usually prepared. They're right. not surprised. They're not caught off guard because they have been looking for these moments. Right. When their kids are tempted, when their kids are struggling. And so when those moments come, they see them as an opportunity to build. Mm. Now, when we talk about this parenting process, the the last question I want to talk about is what gets in the way of good parenting? Mm. Because the issue is it's not a lack of opportunities. Right. It is actually, and I'm guilty of this. I was guilty of this. It's the character of the parent. See, as parents, when we turn God-given moments of ministry into reasons to be angry, we're in trouble. Hmm. When we become impatient uh, in moments where it requires patience, right? There are many times I'm, you have to admit that I went off and I was, You were so patient? I was, I was so patient, right? <laughs> and there was time, there's times, too, that we react with self-righteousness when we need to be humble, hmm. Right. And we make threats in moments that require great wisdom. And I think it's interesting as a parent, because we're the parent and you're the child, we mm-hmm. tend to sometimes come demanding where we should actually be serving. Yeah. And I think the big idea there too is like the whole idea of demanding compared to like using it as a tool and a space to teach your kids, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think that's such a that's a, such a big difference yeah. between that um, and using it as a tool to help your kids grow actually like pushes them farther in life compared to them just feeling shame and guilt and shame and guilt and shame and guilt right yeah i think it's i think the good news as we wrap this up the good news of all of this is that we have an example to follow Mm. and that example is our heavenly father Mm. because he he's the perfect example of a parent right Mm -hmm. and the great thing is he actually does it with grace mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about this in further podcasts you know how do we develop an atmosphere of grace in our home but grace is the key right it's showing our kids what they don't giving our kids what they don't deserve right and grace not only for your kids but for yourself as well yeah. we fully know um that like we're all human right like yeah. dad you weren't perfect at parenting no. but we have a good relationship with you because you did the best that you could and so like I want to encourage parents if they're sitting here and they're really discouraged that they're like, oh my goodness, I keep messing up. The reality is there's grace for you as well. That's right. And as we said in in former podcasts, there is power in saying sorry. And so if you're in a space where you're like, 
maybe I've done this to my kids and this isn't great. Apologize. Yeah. Be honest with them. Yeah. And that goes a long way. Yeah. I think the one that I think that's the most freeing is this, is that when we're called to be parents, we're not called to be perfect parents. Right. Which is great. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we'll leave with that. And uh, thanks for joining us. And we look forward to connecting with you next time. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.